Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my amazing co-host, Coach Mia. And we're so close today. I we like are. it. We are. Yeah, we got <laughs> feedback. Thanks for giving us feedback. But um, the feedback was, you guys are like, like on the opposite sides of the screen. What's wrong? Do you guys not get along or what? Seth has cooties. And, you know, we're like siblings. So <laughs> I don't know what the, you know, we're, we're, we're close now. So um, there you go. Welcome to the show. Um, if you have just never been on this program before, I want to encourage you to go to our website, check out, learn more about Five Star Life at thefivestarlife.org. Also, you can listen to this show anywhere podcasts are streamed. You can also watch us. Shout out to all you who are watching. Give us feedback at YouTube at The Five Star Life as well. You can archive our shows, which today, you know, we're kicking off kind of a new year. We're, we're into January. Mm-hmm. And so I'm probably going to reference some of the stuff we've talked about in the past because we, we do want to talk a little bit about vision. But uh, thank you for tuning in. So where are we going to start? So uh, 2024, we talked a little bit last week about this. Um about a word for the year, mm-hmm. um, which I might ask you if you've developed one yet or not. Um, Pretty close. But ultimately, it's a great time to pause and just talk about vision. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, the calendar flipping is a great time for people to pause and just kind of reset. And so it's just something that it's a great conversation for today. We have this conversation with with the kids we work with, the tens of thousands of kids we work with, we did this at the beginning of the school calendar year. Mm-hmm. And we just talk about like, listen, um, motivation. We did this whole series on motivation. And the reason that we are motivated or not motivated, it comes down to the size of our vision. If we don't have something exciting or compelling to move forward, to get off the couch and work out, if, if we don't picture ourselves like physically fit or healthy, if we can't get a vision for what we want for our life, we won't be motivated. So sometimes we just look in the mirror and say, why work out, (laughs) right? Right. Or why eat right? Or why do this? Or why pursue this relationship? Or why, you know, apply for that position? Or why go back to college? Why do those? Well, it's because we haven't first created the vision of it in our minds. But how do we explain that to kids? Because I love how we do it. Well, it, it's it's the creative process that we're all wired creatively, and a part of that is is our imagination. So, this is the part of um, today's culture that we are on a mission to shift and change, because these screens right here have basically. And there's some really interesting studies about this, but there's parts of the brain that are literally, literally um, locked up and shut down, and it just dampens the creative process because we have been programmed to just follow the content, swipe right, watch another video, watch another movie, and we're we're just so kids are being programmed to not tap into creativity, learning, hands-on, exploring, and imagining what's possible. And a part of this, it's so tough. So we grew up in, in, you know, as kids were born, we're super creative and we have big imaginations, but then there are adults in our lives that tell us 
you need to tamp that down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's usually because those are the adults that have had their dreams stomped on or crushed or killed. So they're living in disappointment. The other part of that is people that are trying to help their kids not live in dreamland, but actually like clean their bedroom too. Right. And do their homework as well. So there's a balance to it. But what I'm referring to is this pressure from the outside world on the imaginations of young minds and not being able to strike the balance between, hey, there's some practical things you got to do as well. Dream all you want, but you better get those dishes done, (laughs) right? Right. Better have your homework done. Mm -hmm. But yes, you can do anything. So the balance of that we've shattered. It's been, oh, dream, 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 dream. And it's okay that you're a puddle on the floor and you're unproductive. Or we shut them down completely and say, grow up, buttercup, you know, pull at your bootstraps and do something and just shut that down. It's like we haven't been able to mix that left-right hemisphere. We're shutting kids down or let them go free, and it's unbalanced. Mm-hmm. But we teach them balance. We teach, teach them the balance of, like, tapping into your imagination, and, and we take them on a process of it starts with the imagination, but then it's got to get into this practicality of setting, like, here's where you want to go. How are you going to get there? That's part of the imagination. You got to work backwards and create those actionable steps or goals, right? Little benchmarks along the way that get you to where you want to go. So it's super practical. But the first phase, I mean, using your imagination, that takes some discipline. I think it takes more discipline as an adult to go back there and allow your brain to, you know, kind of dream a little bit. It does, because if you don't discipline yourselves to block out time, if you don't give yourself margin, we will never use our imagination. I mean, rarely, because we're just on the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And again, it's what's made matters worse is technology, because this is now the, the void. This is what we do. When we have margin, there, here's where we go. And so now the creative processes, and even... Just as important, and a part of imagination is ref, uh, reflection. So when, when you reflect on something that just happened that you don't like, you're actually doing what? You're imagining what happened. You're no longer there, but you're imagining you're there, and you're imagining what you didn't like about it, what you wish was different. That's part of the, using your imagination. And it takes discipline to do that because guess what? We don't like imagining things that weren't, didn't work out. We'd like to just go la, 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 la. <laughs> Let's pretend it didn't happen. But research, research actually says we'd be better off facing it head on, at reimagining what happened. And then brain science has now proven that when we actually reflect on the parts of our lives that are no longer serving us well, the choices we're making, the habits we have, when we reflect on those things, it's so powerful because now the conscious mind, the brain, us, Seth is actually now leading his life by using my mind. I'm actually imagining what tweaks I want to make and I'm reprogramming my mind. I love that. And that starts, we do that in the beginning of the year in our curriculum. Yeah. So we kick the, kick the year off there Mm -hmm. so then they can refer to that all year long. Do we have them draw? I know one year we did. Do they still do that? It it depends what lesson, but yeah, there, there's definitely uh, a component there as, and we do this for younger kids too. Mm-hmm. There's a little more art involved because that's how younger kids really express 
their ideas and how they see themselves. They'll draw pictures. So that's that was built into the program. What, what we used to do, and I used to love that even as an adult, is that dream board or a vision board? Vision yeah. board, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. we're, we're going to bring that back. It's been, we have curriculum cycles, mm-hmm. so that's not in the cycle this year, but those vision boards are are really powerful. I've actually used those with a couple of um, staff members over the years that have kind of been stuck. And it's like, you know what, create a vision board and then let's sit down. And actually, I remember one girl, it helped her realize that, you know what, I'm not doing what I love. And it was such a great tool. Yeah. Well, that's powerful. Mm -hmm. Again, what you were doing is just giving her margin to create space. And it was actually a work assignment. Mm -hmm. Let's create this vision of where you want to go with your life. And um, this is a great gift to your kids um, by by just having them sit down and they may not like it, but start to encourage them and challenge them that they're not, as my kids say, nobody wants to be an NPC. Nobody wants to be a non-player character in a video game. So you have those video games like Fortnite where there's these non-player characters that are just, just built into the program and they don't have a brain. They don't have an imagination. They don't have, they have a role that's assigned to them. And NPC is a derogatory term for like, we don't, we don't use our imagination. We're not fully conscious of where we want to go. We're just along for the ride. And my kids have told me like, yeah, dad, like the kids at my school, half the kids are NPCs. Like, I don't even know if they're real. And that, isn't that interesting? Yeah. To see, like my kids are observing this. Sure. They're just on their screen all the time. And it's like, where are they going? And what what parents can do is you can help bring them back to that place of creativity, of imagining who, who they want to be, where they want to go this year. Good. All right. We're out of time. Uh, on the break, I really encourage you to go check out our website at 5starlife.org. If you haven't done it yet, uh, hit the like button if you're enjoying this content and share it with somebody else. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. So we're talking about like vision for the new year. 2024 is here and just really encouraging our listening audience. Um, By the way, if you just tuned in and... You've been listening to the show, and it's been helpful, beneficial. You like it. Would you hit the like button, the subscribe button, so you don't miss an episode? Reminder, you can listen to the show anywhere podcasts or stream. You can also watch it at YouTube, uh, at our YouTube page, The Five Star Life. Um, the other part of this is we really want your feedback. So, yes. like, like, we want some reviews. If you take a moment to leave us a review, to comment on a certain um, um, episode, we'd love your feedback so we know, like, who's listening, what's helpful, how can we be, how can we be more helpful. But we're talking about vision, mm-hmm. and it's all about tapping into your imagination, using your creativity. And it's something that I actually do every day. So I, I start my day as myself. And we've talked about this before, but, you know, Brain science is now, neuroscience is now proved that it's like 95% of our life is ran 
by the subconscious part of the brain. So, you know, we have a program for tying our shoes, for getting dressed, for brushing our teeth, for driving. Like once we've figured out, once our body figures out the rhythm of how to do something, we no longer need to be consciously doing it. Like a baby, when they're walking, they're thinking about every single thing until they're really thinking Mm -hmm. about how to walk. Once they figure it out, it goes into a subconscious program. So 95% of our life is a subconscious program. And if we're not careful, and I'll say this, the first, the early years, the first seven years or so, even going up into adolescence, 12 years old, those years, we are in what they call like a, like a theta mode where it's almost like a hypnotic state, especially the first four or five years where kids are just, they're literally just absorbing programming. They're like a receiver. And so obviously when they hit five, six, seven, eight, they're starting to come out of that and, and become independent. Their personality starts to develop. You can see it's really cool. It's a fun stage as a parent because you're starting to have conversations and dialogue. But they say it's really all the way up to age about 12 that they're still in theta mode to a certain point where they're receiving, receiving, receiving. Now, the program is running their life. And it's why research says that the average emotional intelligence of a human being, of the average adult, is age 13. So emotionally, we're still 13. Why? Because the, that's, that's where our programming left off. Isn't that weird? It is weird, but I think about it often when I do something. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I act like a 13-year-old, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, where did that come I know. from? It came from deep within. Wow. It was what we were programmed for. And so, you know, the power of five-star life is while kids are young, getting the right programming into them. That's why the show is so important. This is why you should share this with your friends and family because so many parents are totally unaware of the power of their words, of their action, the things they watch, of the environment, the culture they, they put their kids into every day. They're a ginormous receiver of information. And here's, here's the exciting part. Um, we can change. We are not, as some people have been led to believe, we're not victims of the environment we grew up in. We actually have so much power, so much control over who we want to be. We may, these subconscious programs may run our lives, but it, it really is the beginning of becoming conscious that starts to change and you have to swap out some of these programs. Mm-hmm. It's not just a matter of trying, I'm going to try so much harder, I'm going to be better. You can try all day long, but the program's still running. You're fighting against a program that's built in. So how do you change it? You have to step back. You have to, first of all, sit down and be aware and be conscious. That's where this whole imagination comes in. And you're reflecting on what, what is just one thing from 2023 that I'm not caring for? What's one change I want to make? What's one area? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to get in a, a vision. I'm going to use my imagination to think about this one area of my life. How do I want to operate in, in this environment? Who do I want to be? And you start to picture yourself. And what you're doing is your brain doesn't know the difference between something that happens, something that doesn't happen. And research says that 50% of our memories aren't even true. That, that one always gets me. Yeah. So, so, so when you use your imagination, your body doesn't know the difference. Your brain doesn't, doesn't know the difference. So when you're imagining the life you want, the person you want to become, 
your your brain starts to absorb that and say, and when you do that consistently, and you have a practice of, uh, of you call it meditation, it's prayer, it's all these things mixed into one, but you're creating a new vision for your life. And you're rewiring your brain. You're rewiring some of those programs. And that it doesn't necessarily always happen overnight. It's going to be a habit because you got into it in a habit. Can I ask you a question? So learning this over the years, have you watched your goals? Like I know every year, every January you create goals. Have they changed? Like how you go about them? Oh man, so much. Yeah, it's it's like I, I'm, I feel like I, when you do this, you grow so much. And you learn you learn who you really are. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a big statement, but you learn who you really are because until you start to know and learn some of these things, you think this other false person that has all these, all this programming put in you, you think that's you. You think, well, I'm anxious and I'm, I'm irritable and I'm selfish and I'm really judgmental and I'm really critical. It's like, well, that, that, that's the program that's running you, but is that who you want to be? Right. And the reality is if if you're irritated by s- certain personality traits you have, it means you're operating not as your true self, your ideal self. You're operating as a feared self, a lesser version of yourself that's a program running you. Instead of, and, and, so, and so the fun part is to say, that's not really you. It's a lesser version of you that's operating. So what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. So So my goals have totally shifted and changed. And what I've done is I've become way more comfortable with who I am. And my imagination has blown up what's possible. And um, it just changes how you look at everything. Um, it, it, when, when you're really unhappy with yourself, you're really critical of yourself. When you're really critical of yourself, you're really critical of others. Right? So y- you are to others who you are to yourself. And so, yeah, this whole thing changes the goals. It changes how you interact with people. It changes how you walk into a room. It changes how you feel about your day. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more fun to create. When you know who you are and who you want to be is to create goals off of that. Because I think, you know, in the past, when you don't know who you are, you're creating these goals that are so unattainable that you even you're just can't stand yourself even more because you can't make the goal. <laughs> yeah, and, and so it's weird because I have some very – specific goals for performance. Mm-hmm. But I really encourage the listening audience, the whole world is down this performance goal track. And I'm not necessarily in love with that. I think it's important to have some performance goals because that, that's how you make money. That's how you get things done. It's, it's super practical. Like it's important. What I want to challenge people to do is think about more like, it's not a performance goal. It's a personality goal. So, so, so who am I? Who am I? Your personality is made. Your personality is your personal reality, right? Like the life you experience, that's who you are. That's who you've chosen to be, and that's the result of of like your thoughts and your feelings and your actions. So the 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 higher level goals to me are who do you want to be, and that's why last in the last uh, episode I talked about like my word for this year is love, because when you start to operate in some of these areas that you're attacking your personality and the things that you want to change, the ripple effect is your performance takes care of itself because you don't have so much noise holding you back from 
there, there's less fear in your life. There's less <clears throat> noise holding you back from thinking clearly and creatively because you're operating from a different place. Does that make sense or am I just talking gibberish? No, but it always makes sense to me because we talk a lot. I mean, sure. this isn't the first time that we discuss right. these things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, get it. So if you're listening to this show and you have never either gotten involved in Five Star Life or you haven't even subscribed to the show or you've never shared it and you think this content is helpful, I really just want to encourage you to take a step, um, an action step and share this with somebody. We're trying to grow this show and this platform because we're on a mission. We want to change this whole nation. We want to change culture. We want to help kids have the platform to actually step into who they were destined to be. And it's conversations like this that we teach in schools, but we're probably not in a school near you, but we could be because you can make an introduction. Check us out online after this. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my incredible co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. So we're having a great show, and we're talking about, this 2024, we're talking about the importance of vision and vision starts with, with imagination. And we we're just kind of unpacking the importance of, like, how do you tap into your imagination? Where do you start? And I, I didn't quite get here, but I start every day using my imagination. It's my way of starting my day by being fully conscious, fully aware. Otherwise, I'll get up and the programming, if you just tuned in, go back and listen to the previous segment. The program will take over. And some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you, your morning program is like a rat race filled with anxiety and stress and then coffee and then more stress through traffic and then more stress and you can feel anxiety before you even get to work because you know all the to-dos and the stack of work. Some of you are just programming yourself that like you've been programmed, so that's your morning. And so rather than getting up and breathing and remembering and remind yourself who you are and how you want to show up for that day, so instead of living your life, something else is, is leading your life and you're just along for the ride. And so again, the imagination is so important. 2024, let's change the narrative and let's be who we are. Yeah. Let's be who we are and not just let the program run us. So how are we <clears> going to start that? So I really want to encourage you. So I just had this conversation with my family. Um, so... They're back to school. So before we went, they went back to school. I have three, three boys. Before they went back to school, we sat down and and they love this. And I'm joking. I'm yeah, I was gonna say, do they really? <laughs> no, no. They, because it's been so many years, and I'm just I'm me. And but I don't care. Um, what they do with their lives is gonna be up to them. I want to make sure I give them a foundation. And I'm walking through these things that I'm teaching thousands, tens of thousands of kids across the country. I want to make sure I'm spending time with my own kids, giving them some of these things. And so I just said, you know. Fellas, it's a new year, and I just want to encourage you. 
um, make sure we, we let's sit down. I just want to encourage you to start every every morning, not as an NPC, not just rolling through your life. Be conscious in 2024. Start your day in prayer, in meditation, in contemplation, remembering who you are in gratitude. Like you can start with your, you can start every day with your heart full and you can take five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be long, but start. And I'm, I'm a person of faith. So I just said, you know, it can be a scripture you read. It can be practicing gratitude, but make sure you just take some time to breathe and be aware of, is there any anxiety on me right now? And what is, where is that coming from? And let's deal with that. But let's roll into this day in peace in in a place of power. I had lunch with a girlfriend, and we were talking about that because she was just talking about there's certain things that trigger her. And, you know, being aware of what is the trigger. And it's like, you know, if you can start your day like that and almost recap the day before, like, you know, what happened? Okay, I'm not going to do that today. That was almost my word was trigger. And then I thought, no, I need a better word than that. But Mm -hmm. I have some triggers. (laughs) Yeah, we all do. We absolutely all do. So, but as we deal with those triggers, if if we can reflect on what those triggers are, we get to the root issues of why it triggers us. And I've watched things that I was triggered by go away. Mm -hmm. Right? You start to address them. What we normally tend to do is we we, um, just smack ourselves on the wrist and say, do better. And we don't do better. Because we haven't addressed the program that's causing the triggering. So, but if you can reflect on that trigger and go back and make some edits about, okay, why does that trigger me so much? Is it fear? Is it anxiety? Is it, do I, is this? So get this. Um, I just had a conversation with a young man who we were talking about this whole process. And he just said, the timing of this conversation is perfect. And he said, I, I, I did this and I realized I traced back, this person's been dealing with anxiety for the last five years. And he was able to trace back where the root of his anxiety. He said, I remember the moment I was at a family party, family friend get together. I remember the moment that thought came through, that anxious thought came through my mind. And I just let it sit. I wasn't totally aware what was going on. But I remember it just, it came over me and I just became anxious. And then I stayed anxious. And then the next day it hit me again. And this guy has been battling anxiety. Now he's, he's now addressing it and overcoming it. So, so he was practicing this and he identified it. Somehow he was able to get back to the root. Wow, that's awesome. But we usually don't take time to do that. No. Well, it's hard. And yeah. we're all capable of it. Yeah. To, um, because I had a similar situation with just drawing some boundaries and I didn't, I didn't know how to do that. And my husband helped me. And you know what? It was just like repeating a word <laughs> over and over. Yeah. And some days it was out loud and some days it was mean. And, you know, some days it was soft. But it was like, you know what? This is okay. Like, I can get there. But it's work. It's work. And it's you with your conscious, me as Schaefer. Mm-hmm. I'm taking control. My body's not controlling me. These emotions aren't controlling me. I'm in charge. And so you're rewriting that script. Yeah. And it's really powerful. And your body will flip and flop and flake and get upset about that. But ultimately, you're the boss. Yeah. And you will overcome if you stick with it. And you know what? It's that simple. You know, in 2024, let's be the boss. <laughs> but we don't take control over our thoughts. And I mean, we talk about this every week. But it, it, sure. it's true. It can be repeated every week. 
it can. And it, it comes down to us being one aware. And unfortunately, there's so many vices and there's, there's so many ways to escape. And that's kind of what happens is we want to numb the feelings and that's why this is so powerful because people, you know, numbing it with, and this is this young man is talking to, he's like, yeah, everybody at work, I mean, the, they have these same issues, but they're turning to vape, to weed, to alcohol, to porn, to whatever form of addiction to try to run from it. And it feels good in the moment. It takes them away from that. And now they create another addiction because they're avoiding the root issue. Mm. And you see it in so many people. And today it's so easy. There's, it just seems like there's, you know, there's an addiction for, I mean, everything. It's, it's coming at us. Yeah. It's not like you have to go to it and you have to go to some dark alley to find some, some bad vice. It's like the vice is knocking at your door, you yeah. know? Yeah, just social media yes. is an addiction. Yes. Yeah. And, and, yeah, there's, there's so many um, toxic forms to escape from just facing the reality in 2024 this is the year and, and it, so they actually do brain scans in this and people that face reality and welcome the whatever it is i'm going to face this i'm going to i'm going to follow this back to wherever it started from people and there's a point of acceptance like okay this is where i'm at brain scans shown that peace floods your brain just knowing that you're stopping to acknowledge what's happening and you're not a victim because just by the awareness and the acceptance of what you're experiencing, all of a sudden you then have this power and this peace because now you've stepped beyond it. Mm. It's no longer just running you. You've stepped above it. Now you're looking at it. And that's a place of power. And they say that's the place where things start to change. Yeah. You've got a couple minutes. So, um, you know... Mia, how, how, going into 2024, I'm just curious from you, where where are you taking this and what have you learned? Do you have any tips for audience? Oh my gosh. Um, you know what I did? Just trying to get a word for me was really powerful um, and really kind of just uh, going through that process. But in today, it just hit me and it's grace. I mean, I have to first give myself grace. I'm so hard on myself. But then, you know, as I learn to give myself grace, I know that I'll be a able to give other people grace too. I love it. So that's really good. Grace it is. There you go. And that's, that's kind of a, a great place to segue. I really want to encourage our listening audience to, to think about that. If you've never created this, don't take this as one more stress pressure thing too. Okay. <laughs> um, no pressure. But there is something really good about giving yourself space and margin to think about, okay, what is, what is the one word, the one area of my life that I've avoided that there's one thing I want to change about the program that's running me. That's what this is about. Let's take back one area of our lives in 2024 mm-hmm. in the month of January. That. And you'll find that you can probably ta- uh, tackle a couple and it doesn't need to be this source of pressure. It's actually something that's addictive. Cause like you're, you're setting yourself free and you're stepping into who you really are. So it's very addictive. Um, but I really want to encourage you to step into that. Also, as you go into 2024, share this with someone, encourage somebody else to tune in, bring somebody else in on the journey, do it together. It's a lot more fun. Uh, we're out of time. Thanks for tuning in. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. 
These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with the one and only Bray Beatles, Director of Five Star Basketball. Bray, welcome back. Thanks for having me. It's been a little bit. Yeah. It- I ran into someone yesterday uh, who said they recognized my voice. I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, oh, I heard you on the, were you on Five Star's radio show? And I was like, yeah. I, was, I don't realize how many people actually listen to this. A lot of people listen to it. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. that listen to this. Okay, so just just a clarification. Yeah. This is somebody that just heard your voice or well, they like, knew who you were? I have known them, but I haven't seen them in five or six years. I like ran into them and they were like, I thought, uh, and then they like pieced together in their head when we had, a, it was at like Walmart in the checkout line or something, I remember. But um, it was like, they pieced it together right there. It was like, that's where I've been hearing you was on the five that star live radio That is crazy. Yeah. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah. So that happens just about every week in my life. I'm somewhere and somebody's like, are you, you're, you're the coach Seth? And I'm like, yep, I listen to you every week. So I, I love that. Which by the way, it's a great moment to pause and just say, if you're tuning into this show and you have been listening to this and you have never ran into me or Bray, something we would love your like love from you is your feedback. So um, if you just leave a comment or write a review, we want your feedback. We love it. I love it in person, obviously. Um, so all of those people out there that actually come out of their way to say hello, I just, it makes my day because sometimes you feel like you're just talking into a cave. You're like, is there anybody out there listening? Yes. So <laughs> I really do appreciate it. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> but there's been many a times I've been talking to a clerk or somewhere where somebody's like, your voice is so familiar. Are you Coach Seth? I'm like, wow. I, I, I'm so grateful that you said something. Yeah, it's pretty cool, really, because you, you know, I, I, I mean, you, you forget that this, that the show is on the platform that it is. I, you know, you think in your head, oh, we're just on our YouTube channel and our podcast station, but like, then you realize, oh wait, we're on the actual radio, you know, and you forget right. about that sometimes, and mm-hmm. so it's cool. To, it's cool to hear. Very cool. All right, so 2024 is here. You have any, uh, we've been talking on this show, I'm not sure if you followed along, but we've been talking about kind of, uh, you know, not New Year's resolutions necessarily, but just pausing to talk and really reset and think about what do, what do we want out of 2024? Um, have you had a chance to reflect it all over the last few weeks and think about wh- what you want for 2024? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, this time of years, you spend some time definitely reflecting and looking forward. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I have some personal goals, um, that I, that I really want to, that I really want to reach. Um, and then obviously with our basketball program, right, we're trying to continue to enhance and be able to, to really, um, deepen the impact and, and make sure that the impact is felt all the way through the program. Right. Um, that's one of our major goals this year. Um, you know, from a personal level, like I talk about here all the time about eating cookie dough, right? On the uh, <laughs> on the couch watching college football. Um, you know, I want to I want to get in better shape. I think that's everyone's New Year's resolution, right? Is to get in the gym. But yeah, did you buy a treadmill? No, okay, no. Good. Should I? No, okay. because you always see those things out in the corner, like <laughs> like you always see things that are like either Facebook Marketplace or whatever. Like somebody had this idea of getting in shape as a New Year's resolution, and then. 
I get up, you can scoop up deals. Yeah. Like, come, like March like, 1st, you yes. got like sweet deals on treadmills and ellipticals. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, I, I have not purchased any equipment. I haven't started. What is it? Uh, today is the ninth um, yeah. when we record this. So you're easing into it. I'm really working my way. You're not going to you pull know? any muscles getting nah, into this. No, nah. we talked about Seth's uh, workout routine the other day in the in the break room, and oh uh, I just like I, since you've told me that, like I've just had that vision going through my head, and I was like, I think I'm going to be the neighborhood sprinter like Seth is. For the record, so the just to bring everybody else in this conversation, since you feel like you're, you know, you're like, what is he talking about? So. Mia was talking about her workout routine and, and running and how she doesn't like to run. And I said, I totally agree. I can't stand running. I hate running. Put a football in my hand, a basketball in my hand, shoot even a Frisbee, something in my hand. I'll run if it's competitive. But just running for the sake of running, can't stand it. So I also found data to back me up that's actually a really good idea not to run um, distance on concrete as a 40 plus year old man. So, yeah. So I was just telling you and Mia that actually it's better. And so what I do <laughs> is I, I, I will walk, I'll go on walks, but then they say it's really good to sprint. So like sprint for like 25 yards or 50 yards, just sprint. So it's walking and then you sprint and then you walk, you know, and then you sprint. And so I am like the village idiot that people are thinking like, is this guy just trying to sprint past my house? To, is he trying to impress me? Like I'm looking out the window, he's sprinting. And then we, when he gets to the next house, he stops or what is going on. But I'm sure there's a whole conversation going on in the households about oh, yeah. my workout routine. You're in the neighborhood Facebook page. They're <laughs> like, who's this guy that, that walks for a minute and then sprints for 12 seconds or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm that guy. But I, I, all I can think of if I did that right now, if I just if I went in my neighborhood and started walking and then I said, I'm going to sprint <laughs> for 25 yards as hard as I can, my hamstrings would be gone. I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't be able to move. I'd be in rough shape. This is a good goal for somebody. If those of you who are trying to get in shape, like here's the deal. If something goes down and you need to sprint, are you going to be those people that just pull a hamstring and you, you're, you're limping after, you know, 15 feet? So, you know, you may be, Try the, the workout where you walk and sprint, so you, but make sure you stretch. <laughs> stretch first. Ease into it. It's always good, too. You talked about having a frisbee or a ball. Like, go find a gym to, you know, play five on five. Like, th that's a great way to get back into shape. And you don't, I mean, you're obviously working out and you feel it, but you're not, you're not waking up in the morning and like trying to get you, force yourself to go on a two mile run or something crazy or Correct. force yourself to walk through your neighborhood and then sprint every five seconds. <laughs> but that, I, but you know, if you do that, you provide this extra entertainment value to the neighborhood. Yeah. So it's kind of my service to my neighborhood. That's very kind of you. And I, I obviously don't care what people think. So, um, my, my, <laughs> my wife works from home and she, uh, she got one of those little mini like treadmills. So, and she has a stand up desk. Yeah. So she walks three, four miles a day, like on her treadmill. It's like, it's not Good a real treadmill, her. but so she's been challenging me lately to, like on our watch, like a seven day challenge or whatever. And she's like, I challenged you. I was like, that's not going to be good. She's like, why? She was like, cause you just want to lose. So she just motivates me. There you go. So there we go. That's all I need. You got the accountability. I can't let my wife beat me in an athletic performance. Right? No. <clears throat> Talk a little bit about some of the goals for five star. Actually, maybe some opportunities for people that are, are familiar. By the way, I was just in a meeting this morning with the local school district that has five star district wide. And somebody brought up like, yeah, I know, I know Bray Beatles. I'm like, yeah, he's awesome. He's like, oh, he's an amazing guy. Great coach. So anyways, how can people 
get access to Five Star Basketball? What do we have coming up? Yeah, we have we have a lot of stuff coming up. We you can still register for our youth development league coming up. That's first through sixth graders. So, um, the third session for that is what you'll, is currently open that you can register for. That begins the first week of February. Um, we also have a what is that real quick? Yeah, so it's a it's a very elementary and and uh, fundamental look into the game of basketball. It's we have some more experienced players. We have experience that are not or players that are not experienced at all. So it's it's mainly built for those players that don't have a ton of basketball experience. Just want to learn and understand the game. Um, so we 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 have practices once a week and then we play games on Saturday mornings. Um, we, we, which this is so important. Youth development league is so important for those families out there that you think your kid might have an interest in basketball. You just want to see if they're interested because with basketball, it's a skilled sport. Now football, you can shoot. If you're 17 years old and you decide that you want to play football and you're an athlete, you can go out there and have a heck of a year if you're athletic and strong and fast. Yeah. Basketball, not so much. So it's about getting the right fundamentals so your kids have an opportunity. Yes. And so if you don't get the f- core fundamentals at an early age, they're going to struggle later on. Yeah, the the core fundamentals of footwork and pro, you know dribbling techniques, those types of things, uh, before you get yourself into the advanced realm of the game, right? Because obviously your skills have to increase as the competition increases. But yeah, it's a it's one of our most successful programs. Um, it's all local league, so there's no travel involved. Everything's just housed at our facility in Elkhart. Um, all of our coaches run all of our uh, practices and, and games. We don't really have officials. We, as coaches, officiate and um, you know teach the game during the games. That's that's more of what we do. And then quickly, we have a ball handling camp with Coach Harden, our director of player development, who's been on the, the show as well. Um, and we have a girls' small group workouts that are going to start on some Saturdays coming up here in a couple weeks. So several things on the website, fivestarbasketball.org, if, if you're interested in checking them out. Awesome. Bray, thanks so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you. And to wrap up, if you enjoyed this show, I really do want to encourage you, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. If you haven't shared this, share it. Uh, Hit the like button. And then the last thing I want to encourage you to do, we have this opportunity. Somebody just donated hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of facilities to us. I talked about in the last show, but if you want to get involved in helping us um, bring this to, to a reality for thousands of kids in our area, go watch that last episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.